Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, welcome to the Digitally Uploaded Podcast, the companion podcast to DigitallyDownloaded.net. My name is Alan, and the podcast is not dead. It was Hooray! dead for a while. It was definitely dead for a while. Um, we've had a bit of an issue with finding means of recording, which is why we've been out for a bit. So apologies for that. That's a fun thing. Um, but we're back. We're on a different recording platform. Let's see how we go. Hopefully, you'll actually be hearing this, which means that it hasn't cocked up, which is ideal. I like, our last, I like how last week we got about halfway into it and then everything went to hell. So we yeah, had all that lovely your mic decided to yeah. fucking melt. We had I like how you still think that's a, pos- a, a possibility for this week as well. It is a possibility, but I hope not. If, if it happens, I don't care. We're, we're shipping this anyway. We're going to pull an EA and just ship it. <laughs> we'll patch. We'll patch it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll patch it in later. We'll, we'll add a thing in like six months. It's a live service podcast. We'll um, each individually record our own pieces and then patch it into the like mix using Audacity or something. Then I'm just gonna like have a really high pitched beep the entire time. And, and we're gonna have lots of loot boxes. Lots of loot boxes. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna make you pay 170 dollars. I think it was for the new Apex Legends things. So anyway, we have Matt here. Hello, Matt. This is this is Matt, who's editor in chief. Matt. We also have other Matt as well. I just wanted to alleviate that question at the beginning. Hello, Matts. Hello. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> and we also have Trent. Hello, Trent. Hello. All right, we're gonna go to some music really quickly. It's gonna be some Miku nonsense. All right. Miku, glorious Miku. I'm not 
And welcome back from all that. So we've got some news this week that uh, we've got a new game from Ace Team coming out. Now, if you don't know who Ace Team is, they are the developers behind such classics such as Rock of Ages, Rock of Ages 2 as well, surprisingly enough, and uh, Xenoclash, I believe. I think that's the name yes. of the game. Yeah. They're yes. pretty. Yes. I think it's fairly safe to say that they're renowned for doing weird things. <laughs> is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah. No, they're yeah. they're very. I mean, surrealist comes to mind when you think about their games, which is great because um, that's obviously what they do. Xena Clash was a good example of that. They've got a new game coming, which is what we wanted to talk about. Well, they actually got two new games coming. So the first one is they've got Rock of Ages three coming, which is great. Oh, sick! Yeah, Rock of Ages is great. If you've never played Rock of Ages, it's this weird mix of it's competitive uh, monkey. Game. It's competitive monkey ball with some tower defense elements and Monty Python style humor over yes. the top. And if that sounds weird, it's because it is. And <laughs> that's the, kind of the point. But it's great. It's it's really good fun. There's um, really I nothing think... like it. There's nope. Really, really nothing, really nothing like, it. like it. It's great. I think you've both played it too, haven't you, Matt and Trent? You've everybody's played Rock of Ages at some point, right? Oh, oh okay. no. Maybe. No. <laughs> it's a game you can pick up for like five bucks now at pretty much any sale. So and give it's it on Switch. It is on Switch. It is on Switch. Uh, the second one is. Yeah. yeah Rock of Ages 2 is on Switch. So the third one is going to, it's basically more Rock of Ages, which is a good thing. Um, and you get to, I mean, in, in the original Rock of Ages, you had the boulder that you had to roll down the hill and smash into the opponent's castle. Now you can also do that with a lump of cheese and Humpty Dumpty and stuff, which is pretty neat. <laughs> Um, and you can actually create your own levels too, which is a good thing. Um, so you unlimited playabilities and contents and all that stuff. So it's bigger and better and probably more weird and wacky than previous Rock of Ages. And that's coming to what? PS4, Xbox, Switch, PC, the works. So it's Rock um, of Ages Maker. Rock of Ages Maker, yes. Yeah. <laughs> which is going to, which is just going to be nuts. I can't wait to create some some amazing levels on that anyway we've got reviews on the previous two rock of ages is up on digitally downloaded.net so have a read and yeah you'll see why we're pretty hyped for these games um but the one the really exciting one is uh what's it called the eternal cylinder i think that's what it's called uh matt you saw the news too that's that's what it's called right yes 
No, yes. I just Googles it. It's the endless cylinder, cylinder not the internal cylinder. Ah. Oh, the oh well, it was actually cylinder. no, it was originally same thing. That. Sorry, my bad. I just like wanted everyone to like feel feel important. It's actually we were actually right. <laughs> I'll go over here now. <laughs> I swear, what? I swear, you're as surreal as well, the ace team sometimes, Trent. Um, okay, so the Eternal Cylinder that that is a game that is that was announced this week. It's been published by Good Shepherd, which is a they, they do good stuff. They publish good stuff. They find really interesting things, uh, and it is basically Salvador Dali meets Pikmin, which I think is probably the best way to describe it. Um, and... Miyamoto did acid, is what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. It's it's a really good-looking game and very different. And I don't know, Matt, you, you tell us about this game because I'm struggling to think of words. Um, so am I. I really know how to... <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to give you guys all a, a blow-by-blow. I'm watching the trailer right now. There is an egg <laughs> with legs, and he's yeah. got a nose that looks like a dick. So... <laughs> He's running oh. around. Yeah. It it actually does look quite spory. <laughs> Genuinely. Maybe a little bit of a mix of No Man's Sky in terms of like the color palette. Yeah. Well, like, so if you've ever played Xenoclash, you're probably used to that sort of very alien, otherworldly sort of vibe that the um, Ace Team group tends to give off. This feels like that. It looks rad. I don't know. It looks horrifying. It looks like something that would make me uncomfortable. You know, it's yeah. It looks like that, but then there's a cylinder that seems to be just rolling around and destroying the world that you have to escape from. By why? Why, why did that ant thing just shit out an egg? Because so that you can eat it and then change your shape, and then your little Pikmin-like things. Mm. You, you command them to eat things, and then that lets them change their abilities and shape and whatnot and help you to survive yeah they move up they they move up the uh the food pyramid i think isn't it they, they as they eat stuff they get more power mm. whereas at, at the start they're basically completely uh defenseless and the weakest thing basically in the planet but as they eat stuff and survive they get more powerful which means they can eat more stuff and the oh, whole time spore. the whole yeah basically sporish but with um with this this great surrealist Dali esque you know art style, and this giant cylinder that kind of rolls along behind you at all times, like this giant tsunami pulled straight out of I don't know Katamari. <laughs> it's it's just. I would encourage anyone who's listening to this and is thinking, "What the fuck is happening?" to go look up the trailer because we're trying. You're saying an endless cylinder. We are we are doing our best, but it kind of, it really does defy any description. You've got to see this thing to to I guess get a feel for it. There's a, there's a spider it looks leg great. <laughs> it looks great, which is the point, I guess. It looks really good. Um, it's procedural, open world kind of gameplay, so I guess that means it'll be you know uh, endlessly replayable, and it's probably got yeah you know, the, the survival side of things is probably quite challenging to encourage you to play it over and over again, like a roguelike. Um, and yeah, it's just very, very ace team. 
<laughs> I really like Ace Team. I think they're a great developer. I think they're, you know, they just, every time they do something, it's a, it's amazing. Uh, in addition to what you mentioned um, at the start, Alan, they also created uh, Abyss Odyssey, which was that 2D platformer roguelike thing um, that is based in oh. Latin American. Yeah, Latin American culture. So you've got like, a dude with the the uh, you know the, the the Latin American guitar. Uh, he's a skeleton, and he's like your guide and stuff. And it's, is he Uncle Death? Yeah, he's like Uncle Death, but he's just Uncle Me- Death, but Mexican, <laughs> which is great. Um, there's also they also did the um, the the B grade sci fi one. What was, uh, I can't remember it now. The name of it, Attack of the Friday Monsters. Yes, that's it. The, the Deadly Tower B-grade, Monsters. B-grade... The Deadly Tower Monsters, that's it. The B-grade uh, Edward Wood um, sci-fi Diablo game, which was which is a weird thing in its own right. Um, and they recently put out Soul Seraph uh, about mm. a, you know, a couple of weeks ago, So, which was that blend of um, 2D platformer and tower defense. They just do different stuff. And I think none of their games are the same except for their two series. Yeah, yeah, they, which they is impressive. They definitely don't pigeonhole themselves into anything, which is great. And they're also probably Latin America's most um, well-known and enduring developer. They've been around for about twenty years now, I think. And yeah, they're from Santiago in Chile, and we don't hear enough about Latin American developers. Uh, so yeah, these guys are up there, and that's why I like them. Mm. Right. Well. With that, let's go to some music really quickly. And let's play some music from Rock of Ages. Oh, yes.
and welcome back from that. So we've also had some news recently about an upcoming game known as Borderlands 3 with the most okay and fine everything's not on fire uh, PR marketing cycle that I've ever seen for a game ever. Um, as you don't know, Borderlands 3 is a looter shooter developed by Gearbox Software and published by 2K, particularly involving the one Mr. Randy Pitchford, the old, the prodigal son, the magician, the card dealer, the potential actual pedophile. Anyway, on a nicer note, 2K sent private investigators to a YouTube's house, YouTuber's house over some leaks. Now, this is not as initially clear-cut as you'd think. So this bloke, I forget his name. Hold on, I have to check his name. Um, he was basically becoming YouTube famous over leaking information from Borderlands 3. And he was getting this information from uh, Twitch streams that were being run by the developers in order to, like, to test the internal Twitch features. It happens with a lot of games. So he somehow managed to get around the fact it was a private stream by going to the thumbnail on his phone and watching this Twitch stream through the thumbnail rather than actually clicking on the stream. So he could see things that weren't really meant to be seen and then he would leak that data to YouTube and was getting famous as a result from that. What this essentially led to was 2K being like, how is he doing this? Stop it. And then just sending private investigators to his house over like, you know, a year and a half after he started leaking. The thing with this as well is that legally 2K is sort of right. They're kind of right to do this because this YouTuber also offered a paid service where you could pay $5, I believe, to join his Discord where he would leak more information about the game, which is where it begins to get a bit spotty. And Matt, I want to sort of ask you, have you ever had a problem with leaking stuff in the past? Like this sort of level? Matt? What, which Matt? <laughs> uh, Either, I guess. <laughs> um, no. I, have you ever made someone pay for leaks? I mean, well, I, I, we, we don't charge people for anything on digitaldownloaded.net. That's why we're all poor, poor Alan. Coles always pays for leaks. When you go to Coles, <laughs> you, have, you have to pay for your leaks. Mm. Trent's leaving the podcast, everyone. <laughs> that was that was an early morning joke. That was. It's not even um, early. It's like nine. It's <laughs> nine. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't follow this stuff too closely because Borderlands 3 is pretty much trash and um, I'm not going to touch it. I was never going to touch it in the first place. But I, I don't know. Um, if uh, I wouldn't, if the guy's getting this, the video, if, he's, if his source of the leaks is from video that is he can access off the internet, then I, I don't see the, how that's his fault. That's... Twitch's the idea is role. that you're not meant to be able to do it technically, so it's a private stream. Yeah, but... but took advantage of that, that and went through an, an unreasonable method. That's an issue with Twitch, isn't it? Not particularly, because it's still under the idea that it's a private stream, and you can't access it with sound or anything. Like, you're looking only at a thumbnail, which is a tiny little bit of information. I, but, would, yeah. suspect, I would suspect that it would still be an issue with with Twitch if it was to somehow go to the courts because that's their platform that's screwing up. It feels like maybe Twitch shouldn't let you watch the thumbnails of a private stream. 
mean, it does also sound like that. It sounds like a big old cock up. Um, Maybe they should have streamed on Mixer instead. Yeah, join Ninja. Yeah. Everyone's best friend <laughs> in the world. There'll be two people on Ninja. On, on Ninja. There'll be two people on Ninja. <laughs> he only streams with dudes, though, remember? He doesn't, he doesn't stream with any women. Because he's afraid <laughs> that they'll be shipping. Oh, anyway, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's that guy. Ninja's a good guy. Ninja's a good dude. Ninja's a good guy. He's a good dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, Ninja yeah, and no. Randy are probably good mates. No, Randy's too busy like magicking his own company's money away. Uh, the Twitch, the Twitch community. Twitch is fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Just like <laughs> other than other than apparently leaking every every private stream. <laughs> no, not <laughs> everyone. It was it was one dude. <laughs> I, I just, it, it's, I, I cannot imagine how a technology platform like Twitch can possibly get away with, with letting people see private streams in some thumbnails. And that's just, that, that's not very private anymore. Yeah, but Matt, you don't understand. Randy Pitchford is going to come to your house and he's going to punch you in the mouth. And then he'll spit on your body. Was he ready for punching? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I wish. I mean, when, when <laughs> he's, he's more likable as straight from Punchy, honestly. When uh, when the story first broke, I actually thought it was like a, a an issue where Two K is like intimidating, trying to intimidate some guy that's that's got access to leaks and stuff. And that's, I thought that wasn't particularly cool. But then I discovered it's just because Two K is, well, Randy is, is incompetent. Plus, Twitch is incompetent. Plus, this dude just <laughs> happens to have access to a private. Have he can find the private thumbnail? So mm. yeah, know, the issue is more um, with the fact that he was making people pay for extra leaks, which is where it's like a degree of separation. Because the reason that a lot of websites can get away with posting leaks is because they're not directly making profit off of it. They have ads running on the site, which then will give you well, profit. Not whereas this not that I, was not that I'm actually I'm, I'm a lawyer, therefore do not take my my legal commentary here as as advice. I think that's the disclaimer you're meant to use. Um, I'm I'm not a lawyer, but from what I know, <laughs> if you end up in control of some kind of leak and you decide to share that for profit, then you're not doing anything legally that you the the, the earning of the money is not um, is not a legal issue. Like for example, if uh, some whistleblower drops stuff to a newspaper and the newspaper then puts it in their newspaper and sells it, that's not. The, the issue is not that they've sold that content. Um, no, it's it's the subscription model that this guy was making them pay for. Well, that's if, the if, that's the more of the issue. If he's getting access to some kind of exclusive content because Twitch plus Randy are completely incompetent, um, then good on him as far as I'm concerned because that's the, I can't see where he's in the wrong there. He's just making money from exclusive exclusive material if i had if i had something that you know hundreds of thousands of people wanted um and i could get away with selling it exclusively i probably would too hmm. all right we'll do it then let's go hunt twitch streams yeah but then i have to watch twitch okay well i guess we're not gonna hunt twitch streams then they bought they ban all the good games they don't they do oh uh, okay they, they banned the tit games yeah, that's exactly right. The good games. The ones worth playing. Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> See, I'm just hey, Alan, of Howie, Alan, yeah. I've got a game for you to play. 
I'm not going to play it. Yeah, you go. It's called Seiya no Uta. Or oh, is that that like, weird horror game that's like keeps getting in my feed? It's like this game's really, really cooked. In English, it's called The Song of Sayu. It's available on Steam now. You should go and download it. Just, I'm not going to do it, that. You, you really should. You, you'll have a good time. Matt, there is sub-zero <laughs> chance that I will listen to any of your recommendations. You really should. You no. played Valhalla. I did. I haven't played much of it, though. <laughs> I finished oh. You know what? When I, when I finish this stupid degree, that's when I'll have time. For Song that's... of Sayer? No. For Valhalla. <laughs> That game actually looks like an actual thing that doesn't make you want to throw up. Well, Valhalla, I mean, Song of Sayer will make you throw up, but in a good way. It's not a good thing. I want to throw up in general. I'm not a, I'm not a soy protein munt machine. <laughs> well, it's better, they're better than playing Borderlands 3. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to some music from a 2K game. Pick a 2K game that you like, man. What's the 2K game that you like? <laughs> That's a bit. Uh, XCOM, the Bureau. What? No. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, no, no, no we're doing XCOM 2. Screw this. It's Michael McCann. So we've actually got a bit of a different topic because I've been thrown off. We had a plan. Matt's now thrown a spanner into that works because he's an absolute dickhead. I like keeping you on your toes, Alan. This is my job. It's not your job. Your job well, is to be the editor of the I, site. I, <laughs> my I job have, is to record I, this shit show. I, I, I have two jobs and missions in life. One is to throw you constantly and the second is to completely you every week. Oh, nice. <laughs> this is my life mission. That's really I'm, great. I'm, I'm so glad I'm you were spending your time it. well. I'm pretty good at it, you have to admit. Yeah, it fucking sucks. 
<laughs> Alrighty. So, um, Matt, Matt wanted to talk about a game called Plague Inc., which I'm sure listeners may already know of. Plague Inc. is a mobile game originally, where you are a virus. You are a virus that can that you want to infect everyone with, and you can do it in a variety of very fun ways. Matt, do you want to go into more detail? Because I've not played this game <laughs> in like 10 years, and I feel like my brain is melting. Yeah, it's been around a while. I guess the reason I wanted to, or the, the idea that to talk about it came because it was released on the Switch this week, oh. last week. Recently, very recently. Um, and so I've been playing it a lot. And every time it comes out on a new platform, I get all hooked on it again because it's a very good game. Very kind of casual strategy game. Is that the best way to talk mm-hmm. for it? Is that best casual strategy game? I'd say so, it plays yeah, more like a board game than anything else, in all honesty. Yeah, it's like a real-time board game, though. Rather yeah. than, about board games, yeah. guess what? I backed on Kickstarter. The Is board it game of it. Yes. Oh, there's a Yay. board game of it? Yes. Oh, God, I actually didn't know that. I made a guess. It's nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, with, with Plague Inc., you start with a disease which is not much worse than what Trent and Matt have right now, which is a basic cold, really. Um, I hope they're not going to die now after I say that, because that would be a bad a bad call. <laughs> we are slowly um, all marching to our deaths, Matt. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, you start off with a, a very weak kind of virus, and then you need to use... DNA points to mutate it um, and as it mutates it becomes more powerful and you start getting more symptoms and then more people start to get infected and then they start to die and then global panic spreads and your goal is basically to kill every single person on the planet before somebody comes up with a cure or before the disease kills everybody it's going to kill uh, and then nice. stops being infected uh, yeah stops being um contagious so yeah it's not i mean it's a pretty dark theme <laughs> it's a pretty pretty dark idea of a game but i've always found it really fascinating because um i don't know i find this topic really interesting i mean there's all people uh, are getting more and more concerned i guess by the potential of what would happen if there was some kind of super bug uh to come you know so uh, the next stage up from the spanish flu or the the plague um and if an epidemic like that were to spread with the more kind of dense populations that we have these days and I guess the, um, the way the economy, global economy works now, what would happen? And there are a lot of people that are, would rank, I guess, uh, some kind of super plague as one of the more likely apocalypse kind of scenarios in, in the world. So I actually find, despite being a very casual game, plaguing does a really good job of emulating that because, yeah, as the disease spreads... Governments initially start throwing money into researching how to deal with the plague, but then they start to, um, well, society starts to break down, anarchy breaks out, uh, governments fall, and those countries stop contributing to the um, the cure efforts and all that kind of stuff. So The trick is to move yeah. to Madagascar because they close their borders straight away. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of countries... I mean, because of the way that the system works, uh, plague spread internationally via boat or plane. There's a couple of places which you can actually lose because they close their borders before you can get the infection into them. So for me, it's always New Zealand or Greenland. (laughs) I always have this problem where I kill 99% of the population, but a couple hundred thousand survive in New Zealand because the plague didn't get there before they closed their borders. And I blame Matt for that. 
Now, important <laughs> to note, though, is that Greenland will soon be an American property. Oh, don't even start me on that. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Nothing yeah, matters. yeah, that makes me sad to think. I don't think the Greenlandic people... Is that how you, is it the Greenlanders, Greenlandic people? Greenlandian. Greenlandians? <laughs> I don't actually know what you call them. Uh, uh, Iceland is uh, Icelandic, <laughs> so Greenland should be Greenlandic. I don't know, it just seems a bit weird, though. Greenlandic. <laughs> I, I don't know... I, I don't know if the 50,000 people or so in Greenland would particularly want to have Donald Trump as their emperor. But anyway... Um, King, I think the correct term. <laughs> but point is, Greenland likes to close their borders before the disease gets in there. So yeah, there are a couple of countries where you would probably want to be, I guess, when a plague breaks out because they're probably the, the safest. This is what this game is teaching me. It's very educational. <laughs> it's, it's usually educational. Um but yeah, it's on the on the Switch. It's good. They've over the years because I think it came out first in what two thousand and fourteen. It's old, um, yeah. Yeah, o- over the years they've added so much stuff to it, and it's so many different scenarios now, um, and some of them are quite jokey. Like there's one scenario where you need to make a board game that is gets so addictive that everybody gets infected <laughs> by playing the board game, and yeah, it, it's got some joke scenarios now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, it is good. It is very good. I, I just want to point thought, out how I, absolutely I always... ludicrous it is, the fact that 2014 is five years ago. I know. It's I know. ludicrous. Well, put it in, to put it in other context, um, when I first... when Yeah, I guess when I first played it was the PS4 release, which was 2016. And um, when I did that, I because I did it for a review, I called my first disease Donald Trump, um, as you do, and... He did proceed to infect the entire planet and destroy the world. <laughs> and I thought I was being very funny when I did that and wrote a review about that because that was before mm-hmm. he was elected. Now he's elected. Um, it's almost like <laughs> it's coming true and I'm scared. This is so why you should do anything for political. <laughs> so this game came out in 2012, Matt. On 2012, wow. Yeah. It's been kicking around a while. Yeah, Still very well. playable. And, um, yeah, I'd say I had a look at the Switch charts, and it's on the Switch charts, so it's obviously still selling. It's been a huge multi-million copy blockbuster of sorts. Yeah. So I guess the question is, why haven't you played it yet, Matt? Don't know. <laughs> it's pretty no, cheap. Just... You can probably pick it up. <laughs> no, Not interested? It's me, I should. Have yeah. I convinced you now? Yes. Cool. That was a very... <laughs> Probably still won't play it. I mean, <laughs> how, how long ago did Alan convince me to play um, Sexy Brutal? Oh, yes, yes, I know. No, but I'd never really convinced anyone because it was always a joke to you, absolute idiots. <laughs> it was, I was being, I, I was being real, and everyone else was legitimately being thinking, like, Yeah, you'd like it, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing, and I know I would, and it looks really good, and I bought it and haven't just haven't played it yet. Even though I know the I other... will like it when I eventually do. The other good thing about it is, uh, Matt, you can actually play through a full game of Plague Inc. in about half an hour. So, it's for a an fun easy, game. Yeah, for an, easy, for an easy casual kind of strategy fix, it's a little bit more accessible than Civilization or something where you need to sit down for dozens of hours. So, um, it's like a casual Civilization. You instead of destroying, instead of creating the world, you're destroying the world one country at a time. Oh. Mm. Okay. okay. Well, that's fun. Um, yes. 
And we can quickly segue, since we talked about it as a port, we can quickly segue to what you wanted to originally talk about, Alan. And no, we're not port. doing this anymore. We're saving it for next week. No, I'm mad. Well, can I just mention how crappy Turok is? No, we're talking about it next week. Turok oh, makes me ball. sad. Um, Super Monkey Ball doesn't have all the minigames. So mad. That is also atrocious. Yeah, what is it with developers pulling features out? Um, because they want to sell them back to you as DLC, Matt. Yeah, for, for listeners, if you see Two Rock 2 on the Switch shop and um, you think, oh, I remember Two Rock 2, that was a good game 20 years ago, I had great fun with the multiplayer on that game, and then you buy it like I did, you'll realise that there is no multiplayer in it because they pulled multiplayer out of a 20-year game because apparently the Switch can't run multiplayer for a 20-year-old game, and this drives me nuts. So, so, so it is platform exclusive. So on Switch no. it has no multiplayer, and then on the other consoles it has multiplayer? Is that the issue as well? No? It has multiplayer on PC and Xbox. It doesn't have it on the Switch. What? Yeah, yeah, I know. It doesn't have multiplayer. I thought we were talking about this next week, Matt. Well, no, we're talking about it now because I'm really angry. I'm still fuming. You don't understand understand how much I like multiplayer on Turok 2. Back yeah, I won't be here next week, so, you know, I got you to get even, conversation. <laughs> you weren't even born then, Alan, I know that. I, I know was born, remember. it was like 1997. <laughs> I know you don't remember Turok 2 multiplayer, but I do, I have fond memories of this. This was when I liked first-person shooters, Alan. No, when is Turok 2? No, I'm actually mad now. <laughs> you're going to actually Google it. Dude, you probably were born, like, after Darude. Sandstorm. No. Yeah. Turok 2 was 1998. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, Alan's too young, oh, you won't remember it. Shut up. You're like two. I'm not two. I've always got a master's degree, I'm not two. (laughs) (laughs) I have higher education. (laughs) I'm actually getting mad. (laughs) Freaking ridiculous. I'm. uh, This millennial content. (laughs) I'm dumb. I'm done. We're gonna go to music. Two <laughs> uh, rock music. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I don't know what two rock music is, Matt, because I was born after fucking 2012. I don't know what well, music classic. is. It, it's counted as classical now because it was before you, before B B A, before Alan. <laughs> Some good classical music. All the synths. Alan, how old were you when two rock two came out? It was two. Ah, I was right. <laughs> it was it was a nineteen ninety six boy. <laughs> you certainly Actually, weren't playing Two Rock Two when it was new then. Oh no! So it came out the day before my birthday. So I was I was one in three hundred and fifty five days. <laughs> that was your birthday present, was it? Two year old. Yeah, because what I wanted was a game that I could not control nor could I comprehend, and instead I just wanted to scream. <laughs> Conversation. <laughs> ending this year.